December 21st, 2020, Jupiter and Saturn align in the night sky. Some people say that this is a portent of very bad and troubling times ahead of us. Others say it's a sign of hope. Which do you think it is? We're going to talk about that next on the Mind's Eye Podcast. Stay tuned. Hey folks, before we get into today's show, I just want to remind everyone that the Amazon gift card giveaway is still open. I will be choosing a winner next Friday, December 18th. My email is below if you want to email me and enter in for that giveaway. And also my friend Darren Meekin, the link to his fundraiser is below. Please donate if you can to give families that are having a hard time this year give their children a Christmas. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And now, on with the show. Greetings and salutations to one and all, and welcome to the Mind's Eye Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden, and today on the show, we are going to be talking about the alignment of Jupiter and Saturn that is taking place this year, 2020, on December 21st. They say it's going to be very visible in our night sky. And uh, there are some people that hypothesize that this alignment of these two planets is actually the Christmas star that the Magi followed at the birth of Christ. So I'm really hoping for December 21st this year that it's a clear, sunny day, uh, no clouds, because I want to be able to go out in the evening and witness this. They say that, uh, you know, this hasn't happened for uh, almost 800 years now with these uh, this alignment of these two planets. And uh, I, I want to be able to to witness this. I'm hoping to you know, bring out my camera and, and maybe, uh, you know, get a shot of it if I can focus in on it and uh, do a little commentary and, and uh, uh, put the video out on YouTube, you know, and, and, and talk about, uh, you know, things a little bit and how it makes me feel to witness this. What am I thinking about at that moment? And, uh, you know, when we think about this alignment, this Christmas star that's uh, going to take place, uh, just a little bit later on this month. I would imagine, and, and I haven't looked into this, I haven't scoured the internet or looked on uh, video platforms like YouTube or anything of that nature, but I would imagine that there's a lot of modern-day prognosticators who are saying that this is going to be uh, something very bad. You know, Jupiter, Saturn, you know, aligning. This is going to mean something absolutely horrible that's coming upon the Earth. You know, I imagine there's going to be a lot of uh, doomsaying around uh, this planetary alignment. And I, and I think that really goes to show that, 
you know, where do people stand? Do they have faith or do they have faith inverted, which is fear? You know, I don't believe me personally. I don't believe that the planets govern our lives or tell us what kind of week we're going to have or what kind of year we're going to have. You know, you see a lot of these people that believe in that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, they're always talking about Mercury being in retrograde. What a terrible week. What a terrible month. What a terrible time. And they always seem to be going through trials and tribulations and everything they try to do fails during Mercury in retrograde. And uh, I've spoken to some people over the years that won't do anything. You know, they will actually lay low and not even, uh, you know, barely live life until, uh, you know, Mercury is out of retrograde because they claim everything goes terrible for them. Uh, but then I know a lot of people who don't believe in astrology. And their lives are perfectly fine, whether Mercury is in retrograde or not in retrograde. You know, they go to work, they get promotions, they get raises, they accomplish their goals, they spend time with their families, they live, they laugh, they love, they have faith, and all goes well. And it doesn't matter what planet is doing what or you know, what, what planet is entering what constellation and all this sort of thing. Everything is well with these people, with the people who believe in that sort of thing. Always seem to be going through a very hard time, depending on what the planets are doing. And, you know, I think uh, this really goes to prove the metaphysical law that is based on uh, the biblical principle in Proverbs that as a man thinks, so he is. What you put your belief in, what you put your faith in, or what you put your fear in will affect your life or manifest in your reality. I, for one, do not believe that the planets govern our lives in any way. They, they're they not up there, the stars and the planets, to be uh, you know, omens of gloom and doom and chaos. And, oh, my God, it's going to be a terrible week because of this Christmas star or it's showing us, you know, the world's going to end in 2021. I don't believe that. That's not how my mind works. That's not how my faith works. I believe God is the only governing principle in the universe. And so we can believe that we are, as the psalmist said, uh, under the shadow of the Most High God, always dwelling in peace and in safety, and goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives, or we're at the mercy of the planets, and when they align in certain ways, uh, there's nothing that we or God can do to stop their negative influence. You know, which do you believe? I believe that only God governs and guides our lives. And when we go inward and we listen to that voice of God within us and walk in its ways, in the ways that it is leading us and guiding us, 
it will bring us to those green pastures and those still waters, those places of peace and tranquility and faith and rest and healing and prosperity, you know, our needs being met. You know, God will take care of us. Or do we trust all of those things to Mercury in retrograde or some other, you know, planetary alignment? I don't know a lot about astrology and, uh, you know, uh, I don't uh, really care to. It's it's not something that uh, I have any faith in personally uh, whatsoever. So when it comes to this Christmas star that's going to be in our December skies on December 21st uh, of this year, I don't see it as a portent of doom. Or, you know, I know some people I've heard uh, mention, you know, it's signaling kind of this time of Jacob's trouble that's coming upon the earth, you know, in, you know, the next year ahead or years ahead. I don't see that. When I think about this alignment, this Christmas star that's going to be in our sky, I think about the first, as they would say, the first Christmas story, the wise men following the star, and it came to rest over the manger where Christ was born. And there he was, you know, lying in the manger. I see this Christmas star through the eye and the lens of faith. And I see it through a spiritual and metaphysical interpretation. What did that first Christmas star do? It led the Magi to the Christ. And so I believe, metaphorically, what this sign in the heavens is telling us, I mean, let's face it, 2020 was a very difficult year. A lot happened in our world in 2020 that was not good, and there's still a lot of upheaval. People are divided, politically divided. You know, there's fear and hatred and ignorance, you know, just to name a few running rampant. And so I feel that this star in our heavens, in our sky, this Christmas star is a sign from God. And I think, I think it's quite ironic and probably not a coincidence that it is appearing this month that we, most of the world, celebrates Christmas. You know, I also don't get into all this nonsense, oh, it's a pagan holiday, oh, God frowns on it. You know, again, where is your faith? Are you celebrating Christmas? Because we all know it's not the real birthday of, of, uh, you know, Jesus Christ. But do you have faith and celebrate that day? Because that's what it's been designated for, for many years now. 
and that's how many people see it. They make it a time of faith and prayer and beauty. And I know a lot of people that stay away from, you know, the mass commercialism of this time of year. It's a very spiritual time of year for them, as it is for me. Or do you have faith inverted, which is fear? Oh my God, the pagans used to celebrate that day and do this, this, and this. There's that devil again that we talked about on the last podcast. Oh, those demons and the devil. If you put up a Christmas tree, you know, you're just inviting, you know, the uh, the legions of Beelzebub into your living room. And, you know, I've heard people say things like this and it's like, wow. You know, that's a lot of fear. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of fear uh, rather than faith and enjoying um, something special to celebrate the birth of Christ. You know, so I see this as being significant and uh, probably not coincidental that this is appearing in the December sky, very close to Christmas Day. And though that planetary alignment, that Christmas star, doesn't have any power over our lives to do anything to us, I think metaphysically, spiritually, metaphorically, it is there to guide us as it did the wise men. Back to Christ. Back to faith. Back to simplicity. What did the Christmas star do? It stopped over the manger where the uh, Christ child was born. And I find that significant. It's bringing us back to the innocence and the purity of the teachings of Christ. And so this very well could be a time of uh, tribulation that's coming upon the earth. I mean, things are not good right now. Will they get better? I mean, that's up to us. But there may be some people who just want to keep the chaos going. And, you know, who knows where that ends, or at least who knows where that ends for them. But for those of us with eyes to see and ears to hear, Are we going to follow that Christmas star back to Christ? See, I could almost see this as an exodus or symbolic of the rapture. The Christmas star guiding whoever will see, guiding whoever will listen with their heart. And follow it back to the simplicity of the faith and the teachings of Christ. Mass exodus, come out of her, my people, and touch not the unclean thing. I see this as very symbolic of a lot of people exiting the chaos of this world. Not that they're be ta- not that they're being taken out of this world, and you know the rapture, and they're disappearing. 
but symbolically, they're coming out of the chaos of this world. They're saying, we see a better way. We know there's a better way. It's that rising in consciousness. It's letting that Holy Spirit, that Christ consciousness within us, become even bigger and connect us to the Father. And when that happens, metaphysically, it is said that one begins to wake up to what true reality really is. And that goes back to what was said in the beginning of this podcast. What and who has power over your life? What governs or rules your life? What guides you in life? Is it the planets? Is it Mercury in retrograde? Is it uh, Jupiter and Saturn aligning on the 21st? Or is it the Spirit of God? And see, in metaphysics, when you begin to see what true reality really is, you realize that God is the only one true reality. God is the only power. God is the only presence. God is the only source. God is principle. God is cause. God is effect. And all of his causes and effects are good and very good, as it is said in the book of Genesis when he created the heavens and the earth. God doesn't create chaos. God God is spirit. God is love. Deeper and broader and more infinite than we could ever imagine. So let's remember, in God there is no darkness or shadow of turning. So God didn't create disease. God didn't create the chaos. God didn't create you know, all of these bad things, they're coming out of our consciousness, our choices. And as we follow that Christmas star back to Christ and our own Holy Spirit, Christ consciousness within rises up and grows bigger and connects us to the Father and we see what true reality is. We walk in a higher level of reality free of the shackles and influence of all the sin, error, darkness, and chaos that mortal mind, or out of the minds and consciousness of people that are lost, don't have spiritual truth, refuse spiritual truth. We're not affected by their choices anymore. In fact, we have, as Christ said, um, dominion over them. It is then that we heal the sick, raise the dead, walk on water, calm the storm, all, you know, metaphorically for having dominion, having authority, God-given dominion and authority over the man-made chaos and evil of this present world. 
And when you walk in that kind of ultimate reality, you walk in joy, you walk in peace, you walk in strength, you walk in faith. Nothing shall by any means harm you. And you will not be shaken no matter what goes on in this material world of matter around you because you will realize that is not the ultimate reality that you have discovered, that you are living in, that Christ has led you to. So these are the things that I see the Christmas star symbolizing. And I would go so far as to say that all those who see this is a sign of fear, of gloom and doom and tribulation, then that is exactly what they will have. That is exactly what will transpire in their world. Just like those who believe in Mercury and retrograde and fall apart every time it, it is there. But those who see this Christmas star as a miracle, those who see it as a sign of hope, leading us back to the innocence and the purity of Christ, those people are going to enter a time of peace and hope and blessedness. So don't let people pull you into this fear-mongering. You know, what a horrible thing you know, this is going to stand for and, you know, the chaos and, you know, the trouble that's going to follow. Don't follow those voices. Follow the voice of hope. Follow the voice of peace. Follow the, the voice of faith. Because that is Christ speaking to you. That is Christ speaking to you in the still, small voice, leading you out of all of that chaos. He's coming to you, walking on the water and saying, you can do it too. Follow me to the green pastures and the still waters. It is God parting the Red Sea so that you can walk across to a new and dry land before the waves overtake everyone else. But see, that's not God punishing them. That's their choice. They're deciding to stay in that chaos. They're deciding to stay in that fear. And this will be what manifests in their ultimate reality. Because I'll tell you what, if we're blessed with a clear sky on the 21st, where will I be at nighttime? I will be in a place near to my home where the sky is wide open. I will be looking at that Christmas star. I will be contemplating and meditating on the presence and the meaning of the birth of Christ. I will be listening to some of my favorite Christmas songs this time of year. Oh, Holy Night, very appropriate song. The Huron Carol, if I'm saying that right, is H-U-R-O-N, Huron, Huron, that's the Huron Carol. It's, a, it's an old uh, Canadian hymn for Christmas time. 
and there's some uh, versions that are very beautiful and just really invoke, um, you know, an atmosphere of contemplation and worship and awe of God. And I'll be listening to some of those songs and I'll be looking at the Christmas star and I'll be letting Christ within me rise and connect me to the Father in a time of hope and gladness, not fear and trembling. And you know, I hope some of you listening will do the same thing wherever you are. Don't let people make you afraid. How many times did Jesus say in the Bible to people, fear not? Whenever angels appeared to people in the Bible, what did they say? Fear not. God isn't there to scare us or to spook us out. He wants us to see what he is doing with clear eyes and a clear spirit. And a spirit of love and faith and trust. And I, for one, am submitting to that. If I'm fortunate enough to have a nice clear evening where I can see this Christmas star. And even if I can't, I probably still will go out and just know that it's there and just have that moment with God making it a sacred time, not a time of fear, not a time of, oh, God, it's, you know, uh, you know, oh, it's the winter solstice, oh, it's a pagan holiday, oh, my God, you know, none of that matters, none of that matters. As I said earlier, what, what governs your life? What the pagans did thousands of years ago or God now? What pagans did on December 21st or December 25th or October 31st or what Christ is doing now. See, those things are irrelevant. They've passed away. Why are we holding so fearfully unto the past? Because all it does is make us more superstitious. And then we start seeing things like the Christmas star and going, oh my God. And astrology in the pagan religion, what does Saturn stand for? Uh, what does Jupiter stand for? I think, uh, um, you know, Saturn is never a good thing as far as I know. I've heard a lot of people talk about it uh, in a very superstitious and frightening way. You know, so what does Saturn stand for? What does Jupiter stand for? And, oh my God, they're aligning on this pagan day of the winter solstice where all these devil worshipers are, you know, sacrificing babies or whatever they say that they do. And it becomes this whole overblown, superstitious, fictitious, overwhelming fear, faith inverted. And where is the light in all of that? And some people mistake the light for running away fearfully from the darkness that they claim is there. But that's not light and that's not faith. Did Jesus ever encounter anyone with an unclean spirit and 
talk all about, you know, the unclean spirit that the person had and how it may have gotten there and then told his disciples, let's get the hell out of here and <laughs> ran for the hills. Don't ever go in that town again. There's somebody possessed over there. There's something wrong with that town. There's something wrong with that family. Man, we're not preaching there anymore. That's not what he did. If he encountered darkness, he overcame it. But he overcame real present darkness, not superstitious darkness. I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, religious people go out and pray and, you know, rebuke Halloween and rebuke Christmas. You're, you're, you know, you're going to cast out a day. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I just give that as examples of how the superstition can start, you know, people's minds going in a very peculiar direction. But we don't need to participate in that superstition, nor should we. We should read what is called the Christmas story in the Bible and the wise men following the star, leading them to the birthplace of Christ, the angels appearing to the shepherds in the field, and just say, wow, you know, what What a glorious thing. What a, what a glorious night that must have been. And this is the month we celebrate that night. What is that Christmas star leading me to? What miracle, what experience, what... What intimacy with Christ is it leading me to? That's what we should be focusing on, not the fear. I know that's what I'm going to be doing. And again, I hope some of you will too. So thank you everybody for listening. I always appreciate it. Those of you who tune in and hear what I have to say on these shows and uh, stay safe, stay well. You know, always walk in faith. Don't walk in fear. It's very easy for this world to invert our faith and turn it into fear. And a lot of people fall in line with that because, you know, a lot of people make these reasonings and come up with these things to say, oh, see all this terrible stuff that's lining up. You know, there's people all over. You know, right now, it's, it's the numbers, you know, 222, 333, 1111. You know, people that are followers of Christ running after this sort of thing and making up superstitions around it and what it means in their life and what it means, you know, for the time that's coming in the world. You know, and that's the kind of just thing we need to stay away from. God governs and rules our lives, not planets, not numbers, not, you know, 333s and 33s and 22s and 1111s and, you know, 1313s and all this sort of thing, you know, they have no power over us unless we give them power over us. So stay in faith, not fear, love one another, stay safe, stay well. And I'll see you next time here on the Mind's Eye Podcast.